It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, you wake up in the morning and everything seems to have changed. Uh, We're going to talk odds again for some reason, but more importantly, we're going to talk what the Magic want to do and what the Magic's goals are for next season because, again, that's what this pick is about. And yes, I have a post-it note. If you get that movie reference, A+. It's time for a draft day edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Indeed, Locked On Magic. Today is draft day, June 23rd, 2022. My name is Philip Rosterreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the latest on a wild swing in the odds after it looked like everything had kind of found its normal. Something crazy happened, including from our partners at Bet Online. We'll try and decipher what that means and what it means for tonight, also why it probably doesn't matter or isn't going to change anything significantly. But the main crux of today's show is to talk more about what this pick means, not just for the future of the team, but for next season uh, and for what's to come and, of course, the work that is ahead. And yes, I have a post-it note. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But before we do that, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, whether it is on your way to the Amway Center for tonight's draft party. Shout out to our friends at the Sixth Man Show for setting up another uh, another pre-party at Harry Buffalo. I will be trying to get down there from, from work. Um, but no matter when you listen to us, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's great Locked On podcasts covering every single team in the NBA, so if you're looking to figure out what the Houston Rockets want to do, check out Locked On Rockets. Uh, If you're looking for what the Thunder are going to do, I think we feel pretty good about that, Uh, check out Locked On Thunder. No matter what, there's a great podcast for you. Search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Also, an announcement. We got a lot of NBA draft coverage coming on the Locked On Podcast Network. So definitely, 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 definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Magic. I will not be able to go live uh, like many of the Locked On Podcasts are right after the pick is made. But I am planning to do a live show tonight, Thursday, June 23rd. I guess it'll be June 24th at midnight. We will have a magic, a midnight magic after party. Uh, Midnight Magic After Party is what it's going to be called. Um, Talking about what the Magic did, what the Magic didn't do, uh, and everything about the NBA draft. There will be some interaction, so definitely bring your questions. Uh, I will read them on air. We'll we'll all react to what the Magic did uh, on Draft Night. Hopefully this will be the first of many live shows to come. Really excited to do this. Really excited to talk to you and celebrate what happens because no matter what, the, the Magic are getting a good player. And that, that's where we need to start here today. Before we get into all the craziness and all the noise that's going on, 
let's start with that basic premise. Think back to lottery night. Think back to draft lottery night when we were all standing there just just concerned, just worried about being in the top four. I mean, I told people at the at the watch party at, at Harry Buffalo, like, look, the lottery's, uh, lottery is a crapshoot. Uh, speaking of gambling, um, crapshoot are your best odds in the house. Always remember that. Um, the lottery is random. Just being in the top four would be a win. And just remember that feeling when the Magic got into the top four. And then that how that feeling crescendoed with each pick that got revealed until we realized the Magic would have the number one pick in this draft. There are three really good players in this draft. Whether you believe in Jabari Smith, whether you believe in Chet Holmgren, whether you believe in Paolo Bancaro, you are correct. There is no wrong answer to this test. And, and that just needs to be hammered home. Uh, if you listen to this podcast enough, you know who's in this post-it note. You know what this post-it note says that I'm that I'm holding on in my hand uh, up to the camera. If you can, if you're watching on YouTube, you know what that says. If you know the movie reference, you know exactly what that says. Um, but Chet Holmgren is a really good player. Paolo Bancaro is a really good player. Jabari Smith is a really good player. The Magic are getting a really, 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 really good player. Yes, there's still work to do, and that work is the most important thing, and we'll talk plenty more about that. But tonight, the Magic are getting a really important piece of their future, and they're going to hit. Like, let's, let's, just, let's just be real. Let's just be real. These three prospects, barring injury, are all going to be great NBA players. Will they be championship NBA players? That's the, that, that is the central question, is whether these are players that will help this team win a championship or just be very good. But for the next five years, these players, whoever the Magic pick tonight, is going to be such a key guy for this team. And so tonight is not a night, you know, your guy may not get picked, and you may have questions about who the, te- who the, who the team picks. And that, those are okay. I'm not saying to dismiss those, quest- those questions and dismiss those concerns. But tonight is a night to celebrate. Tonight is a night where the Magic get an all-star caliber player. Someone that is very clearly on an all-star track. Now, again, to what level is the question? And that's ultimately, I think, the question that Jeff Weltman's trying to answer. But this is a night to celebrate. Um, you know, I, 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 I think our friends at the Sixth Man Show really say it best. No matter who, cheer the pick. Cheer the pick tonight. Because this is our guy. And again, I think that's, that's just so important. There is a lot of noise. It is the draft. Um, I know I've mentioned this before. Inevitably, in every draft cycle, in every draft process, there comes a point where everyone gets bored with the same narratives, and you start introducing new narratives into the, into the conversation. Narratives like, should they trade the first pick? You know, uh, you know the, the narrative that started coming in, and it happens like clockwork every year, one player doesn't give the teams his medicals. And there was conflicting reports whether the Magic were able to get Chet Holmgren's medicals um, and, and, and whether there were some concerns there. There's obviously the reporting about P3 like being glowing about his potential to avoid injury or structural damage injury. Obviously, there's rolled ankles and landing on people's feet and all that, all that stuff that you can't, you can't really predict or account for. Um, but there's a lot of noise at this, at this stage of the draft. And, and, and you can definitely feel it when Jeff Weltman was talking that, you know, Jeff Weltman's not interested in controlling the outside narrative. But there, there, there's a lot of noise and a lot of things weighing on him. And, it, and, 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 you know, again, when you're at the top of the draft, the pressure is probably the highest to make sure you get the right pick. You don't want to be, 
you know, picking Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. Although there, there are plenty of reasons why that was not as crazy a pick as it sounds today. Um, it's it's tough, and you got to work with the best information you can get. And 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 I think that's that's ultimately uh, what this front office is going to do. But obviously, this story about the odds from our friends at Bet Online, as well as several other uh, bookmakers, is you know, the fact that it's consistent across several bookmakers is, is why I think we got to give it some credence and give it some study. Um, the odds have been insane. Uh, let's tra- let's backtrack all the way to Sunday. Sunday, Paolo Bancaro was running, I think it was plus 800, somewhere between 800 and 1,200, essentially 8 to 1, 12 to 1 odds to be the first pick. Then all of a sudden, uh, starting around Sunday night into Monday, the odds started to flip, and Paolo Bancaro got down to, I think it was plus 140, 120, somewhere in there, like nearly even money, becoming the second favorite to go number one. I think most people have kind of conceded that, yes, Chad Holmgren's going to go number two to Oklahoma City, um, but Orlando is picking between... Uh, Paolo and Jabari, which is kind of what I said uh, on lottery night, uh, how I felt. Um, Jabari remained the favorite, though, and, and remained, you know, a, a solid, like, minus 120, one, minus 130 favorite. This morning when I woke up, everything had flipped. Paolo Bancaro suddenly was the favorite to go number one. And trying to figure out why has been kind of the obsession of Magic Twitter all morning. Um, look, I would say this— uh, uh, there's, there, there might be some information out there suggesting that a trade is going to go down. There might be some information there. Um, and, and it's hard to predict. I, I look at Houston's roster. I look at what Houston has to offer. And I am, frankly, a bit skeptical they have what the Magic are looking for. You look at this Magic team. You look at everything Jeff Waltman has said. It does not appear he's interested in acquiring more draft picks in this year's draft. Maybe some future draft picks. Houston essentially owns Brooklyn's draft for the next five years. That could be of interest to Orlando. That could be something they're looking to get. Um, but I, I I don't see anything on the roster necessarily that's going to really make the magic move um, and, and really kind of risk not getting their guy, not getting the guy that they want. Um, I would say this. Um, this weekend was weird uh, when it came to Paolo Bancaro. Uh, I don't understand, especially after what... Jeff Weltman said, and maybe that maybe people are taking what Jeff Weltman said about Paolo Bancaro out of context to context that we know here in Orlando. Um, I I'm I left this weekend completely convinced the Magic have no interest in Paolo Bancaro, uh, it, it, or if not no interest, very little interest. Um, you know, we saw the conflicting reports about whether he actually worked out in Orlando. Um, I have not been able to confirm whether he worked out in Orlando or not. I do know he was scheduled to work out in Orlando, and for some reason it was either pushed back or hushed or hushed up a little bit. Um, no one's confirming that it actually took place. Um, it, it, there are, it's, it's, and, and, and just looking at the player and what this Magic team's trying to be and what this Magic team's trying to do, I find it very hard to believe that Paolo Bancaro is their pick. So unless Houston is making a godfather offer, you know, I'm talking essentially what the Magic did with Penny, um, you know, getting three future first round picks, you know, not lottery protected, or maybe lottery protect, maybe first round protect, maybe top four protected, but, Unless they're getting a godfather offer, I find it really difficult to believe the Magic are going to move down from number one. Um, I think these odds are a bit of a run on the bank. I think someone put a lot of money on Paolo to go number one because they like the odds. Uh, the odds started to shift, and people started to move, and, and, and money started to move, and a lot of money started to move on to Paolo. Honestly, if you're listening to this and Jabari Smith is not the favorite to go number one, Uh, you might you might be able to make a little bit of money. Um, 
I, 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 I don't see the magic doing this. Um, I, I just, I just, I find it really hard to believe. You know, not that there isn't smoke there. There is smoke there. There's, there's, there's too much movement for there not to be smoke there. Um, but it, it, you know, again, Woj reported it this morning. It all seems to be lining up that Jabari's going to go to the Magic, Chet Holmgren's going to go to Oklahoma City, and Paolo Bancaro's going to go to Houston. The fact that that is even out there at this point um, with Woj, to me, that would suggest that it's pretty much done. Um, and, and and I don't see Houston giving up the house to move up two spots when they know that Oklahoma, if they know Oklahoma City is going to take Chet, unless you know, again, I have no reason to believe. The Magic are taking Paolo Bancaro. Like I'll, I'll, I'll put that out there. I have, I am less. I, I would say it's a less than ten percent chance that you know that the Magic are taking Paolo Bancaro with the intent of keeping him. Um, it's it it th- this weekend was that weird from thing from from things that I'm hearing, and, and I'm not completely comfortable reporting all of it, but it it, it it's that it was it's not looking good, and it's I, honestly I think Mike Miller misplayed his hand a little bit um, with with pa- with Paolo uh, on that sense, but. Let's get let's get down to what this draft pick means, uh, and that's the most important thing. We're going to talk a little bit about where the Magic see this draft pick taking them, and what comes next for the team after tonight. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. Make sure I'm reading the right ad. A podcast is brought brought to you by Arcade Up One Up. We have big news. The one, the only, NBA Jam is back. Arcade 1UP, the leader in at-home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they've made it bigger than ever with a, wait for it, Shaq edition machine. People are obsessed with NBA Jam, and I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic. And remember, in the original NBA Jam, Shaq is on the magic, the best version of Shaq. Jump clear across the court and set the ball on fire in one of the first sports games ever to feature real and digitized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, and no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever. Pre-order now from Arcade1Up.com. That's Arcade, the number one, up.com for an estimated early September ship. Uh, ship date. Arcade 1UP is the place for fun. They've got even more classics like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many others that starting at just $399. Check this out. They're giving away an NBA Jam Shack edition to a Locked On listener. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one, up.com slash locked on. You've got till July 8th to enter to win NBA Jam Shack edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today. Boom shakalaka. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. I apologize for coming out late on this draft day, but I want to get this last point in. Uh, there, there's two more points that I really want to get in before 
the draft takes place. And yes, we will get back to the post-it note um, if it's not obvious what's on there. Um, the Magic are a team in a weird spot. Um, yes, they had the second worst record in the league last year, but you can really sense from the Magic and, and from the Magic's front office for the first time, there are real expectations for this team. Um, there are real expectations to improve and, and real pressure perhaps to win a little bit more. Um, the Magic are in a rebuild, sure, but they're not looking to be down here again. They don't want to be picking number one next year unless they jump up into the lottery. They don't want to be one of the worst teams in the league. They've made that abundantly clear. Jeff Weltman said, well, Jeff Weltman said it. We don't want to be in the basement indeterminately. We want to start taking steps forward. Jamal Mosley said, we need to level up. We need to take that next step as an organization. We had this fun little year where there was no pressure, but now it's about doing the, doing the thing that we're all here to do, trying to win, trying to win a championship. And obviously this draft pick is going to help with that. No matter who the Magic pick, this draft pick is going to help the Magic improve. He's going to make this team better. One way or another, this team will inch forward. The question is how far forward, and, and that's a question that goes beyond this draft. That is a question that also includes the offseason, what the Magic end up doing with Terrence Ross, what the Magic end up doing with their cap room, uh, how players improve their development, any other trades the Magic might make. What, you know, uh, Again, there's, there's, there's a lot of permutations, a lot of things. Um, that can happen over the next few over the next few weeks, and of course, in a week we'll be talking uh, about players signing and agreeing to contracts and free agency. This is this is obviously a, a tricky proposition for Orlando. This is obviously a tricky place to be. You want to develop you want to develop the right way. Orlando is not going to go for the sugar high, as as Jeff Fultman's put it. He's not going to go for the the quick thing. He's not going to go for the, the 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 he doesn't want to just be in the playoffs. They want to compete and compete for something real, and that's gonna take some time. But the Magic don't want to be terrible either. They don't want to be stuck in mediocrity, but they don't want to be terrible. There's, I think Weltman put it on Monday in his in his pre-draft availability. We're not in a rush to be mediocre. You know, they want their ceiling to be high. And again, you look at this young group and it's hard not to say that, yes, this, this team has a lot of potential. This team can do a lot of different things, can be a lot of different things. But there's still a ton of work to do to get there. There's still a ton of things this team has to do. But Orlando is striving to do better. And they're putting the expectations to do better, most importantly. And that's what's going to add pressure to the season. That's what's going to add pressure to say, okay, what can you do on a winning team, Cole Anthony? What can you do on a winning team, Chumo Kiki, RJ Hampton, Jonathan Isaac? All these young guys are now not just playing to establish themselves in the NBA. They're playing to see what they can do to help this team win. And that's going to lead to ultimately some tough decisions down the road. I don't think the Magic will make drastic changes to their roster. I think there'll be a few trades here and there. I think there's there could be a surprising move here or there. Um, but next summer is going to be the summer where the Magic make their moves where the Magic start to consolidate players and start to really sit, figure out, okay, what does our winning team look like? And again, that's a point that I've made throughout this draft process. What does a winning Magic team look like? What are the Magic ultimately trying to build? Because collecting talent is great. We saw what collecting talent does under Rob Henning. It gets you some nice players. The Magic had a lot of really nice players, but it doesn't get you to consistent winning. It doesn't get you to that place you want to be. 
And that's what the Magic are trying to balance here. This whole project is about balance. Bring, balancing bringing in talent versus forming a team that can actually compete and picking the right moment to move forward, to push forward, to get themselves into the playoff conversation, and yes, eventually to do more. We've all surmised and, and thought that the Magic one day will be able to push their chips into the middle to go after a disgruntled star. And maybe what's driving these odd changes is that the Magic are willing to take on those extra first-round picks so they have more capital, more uh, th- more tools, their arrows in their quiver to go after those players when they feel they're ready. And that could be next summer. That could be the summer after. That could be at the deadline. Who knows when that is? It's not today. I've had a few people suggest, why don't the Magic go after Kyrie Irving or any of those, uh, any of the big names on the market? And I'm just, uh, and, and I'm like, you know, yes, that player would make them significantly better, but the Magic have made it clear their goal is not to be mediocre, and this team isn't ready for the immediate pressure of winning that those players would bring. So I don't expect the Magic to make gigantic moves like that. But they're setting themselves up to do so. And that's what's important right now. That's that's the stage the Magic need to be at. The Magic looking ahead to this season don't need to be a playoff team. That's, that's the truth of the matter. We're not expecting the playoffs. We're not even expecting to play in tournament necessarily. They just need to take steps in the right direction. And like I said after last season, last season's goal was to have a shade of what this team is going to be, to have an understanding or an outline of what this team is going to need to be. This season is about starting to fill that in, starting to understand what's going to make a successful Magic team and beginning to build that and putting the pieces in to build that. That's what this season's about. The Magic had made it clear that's what this season's about. And this pick is a big part of that puzzle. Again, it doesn't matter who the Magic pick because, like I've said throughout this draft process, this is about the team the Magic are trying to build. What is the team the Magic are trying to build? That's the ultimate question. And so now we will make once again our pick and tell you why this is just the beginning of the work. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, if you've seen the movie Draft Day, you know what this post-it note is. You know why I have a post-it note. You know the reference. And if you listen to this podcast enough, you know exactly what it says. I don't know if you can see that because my camera's too bright. Jabari Smith, no matter what. I anticipate that no matter what else happens tonight for the Orlando Magic, no matter what else happens, the Magic are going to end up with Jabari Smith. They could end up taking Paolo Bancaro number one and trading him to Houston. They could end up taking Chet Holmgren and trading him to Oklahoma City. The Magic are taking Jabari Smith. Every sign, every indication is that is their is their guy, or not necessarily their guy, but that is the guy that they are going to pick. It's not just rival executives saying it. You know, I don't have an inside source with the Magic, but 
it it feels very much that Jabari Smith is their guy. He checks every box that they could want. Um, he has the defensive versatility. He has the length. He has the shooting that they need. He's the hardest working. He's a really hard worker uh, by everything that I've heard and, and the people that I've talked to. It seems inevitable that this is the pick, that this is the guy the team wants, that this is what the Magic are chasing. And it's not that Chet Holmgren and Paolo Bancaro aren't good players. It's Jabari checks their boxes. He checks all their boxes and checks everything they want in a player. More importantly, he checks everything they want in a team. Orlando wants to be about passing the ball and moving the ball in an egalitarian way. And Jabari Smith is the perfect star to play that role. He thrived in that role at Auburn, and we still feel like he could do a lot more. Um, He defends at a high level, has the positional versatility and switchability that this team likes. Where he ends up, what kind of player he ends up being, will be completely on him. And that's really the next important point. Once we've made the pick, once we understand what this team's goals are and what this team's ambitions are for the next season, once we make that pick, now comes the next phase. I hear sometimes from Magic fans and from Magic observers that, you know, oh, it doesn't matter who the Magic are going to pick. They're just going to blow it anyway. Um, And to me, that's more of a statement of faith in the Magic front office than it is in any of these players. Because all these players are good, like I said. And for sure, that statement is warranted with some of the missteps and and poor decisions that this Magic front office has made over the last decade or that the Magic as an organization has made over the last decade. I'm not here to dispute that. And so what's important to remember then is that this first pick is not the end of the journey. This first pick is not the, the stop sign. This first pick is the green light. This first pick is the beginning of the journey. There is a lot of work to do to get this Magic roster where they want it to be. No one's going to deny that, and one player is not going to fix that. This is a night to celebrate, but you only get to celebrate for a little bit. Because then it becomes about getting to work. Then it becomes about doing the work. Then it becomes about actually improving and putting the team around this player or with this player to get the team to its ultimate goals. The number one pick is a great thing. It gives you every option on the dinner table. Everyone has to wait for you to do your thing, for you to take your guy. And again, I am a big believer of go get your guy. Honestly, I don't even care if the Magic, if the Magic think Keegan Murray is is the best player in this draft, they, you know, yeah, sure, try and find a way to trade down because of conventional thinking, but if they don't think they can do that, take him. Take your guy. Take the guy that you believe in, that you want. Now, again, I think that's Jabari Smith. I'm not going to lie. I, I, Jabari Smith is a lot better than Keegan Murray, or will be a lot better than Keegan Murray. Um, so, again, I expect the Magic to have Jabari Smith in the Magic uniform by the end of the night. But... Now comes the hard work of making him the player that you need him to be. Now comes the hard work of building that team. A lot of that's going to fall on whoever the Magic pick and his willingness and his drive and his desire to be the best. 
And honestly, that's what you try to decipher in your workouts and in your background information. It's not about, you know, you see what they can do on the court, but you're in the NBA now. You got to be better than that. And you got to be willing to put in the work to be better than that. And obviously the Magic are developing a culture where they want to put in the work, where they want they want to, to get to that level. It's obviously, there's obviously a lot more to it. But this is the beginning of the work. This isn't the end. It feels like it's the end because we've been on this decade-long journey waiting for this little grasp of hope, this little wisp of hope. But this is really the beginning. This is really the start of the journey. This is really the beginning and 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 the kind of just it's the beginning of the road. There's a long road ahead, and this is just the start. And so we celebrate tonight. We absolutely should celebrate tonight. But the work begins tomorrow. And again, really what you're looking for is a player who understands that aspect of it. That they haven't arrived. They just found a partner to take them along the road. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, your tune in to Himboy, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey. All the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore md. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including my latest mock draft, uh, that'll be posted up around 11 o'clock. You can check us out at orlandomagicdaily.com. Follow me on Twitter for updates throughout the night at omagicdaily. Don't forget, we are doing our live YouTube show tonight at midnight, so subscribe to our YouTube page at Locked on Magic um, to, to, know what, to know when that we go live with that. I'll be taking your questions, reacting to the NBA draft um, as it, after it concludes, um, and we'll see where we go from there. But that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, Jabari Smith. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.